Rich has it back. He falls. Brought in by Middlestaff. Pulls it around. Dirty down. Scores! What a goal by Middlestaff! He ties the game! All control of the puck. A foot from their blue line. They run in. Studenich is going to run in to the stick here, and he loses it. Middlestaff, back pressure on the puck. And this is spectacular work. Oh. As he goes around Michael Ebon, and then around Derny, and the Buffalo Sabres draft pick. First rounder last year. That is sweet. How's it going, everybody? Charging Buffalo Podcast here. Episode 15, is it? I think it's it's 15. Episode 15 of season number two. Big news to cover today. Some uh, fun stuff to talk about. Kind of a lot happening in Saberland of late with... Our sweet boy has arrived. Our sweet boy has arrived. Young Middlestat Casey, our boy. I tried finding a song for the intro today about a Casey, but... There seems to be not many none. Casey songs out there. Yes, yes, but before we get into all that, I'd like to provide you a little message. This episode of the Charging Buffalo Podcast is sponsored by David Adams Card World. Stop in now and grab any piece of Buffalo Sabres apparel, twenty five percent off. And did you know this sale applies to clearance items too? Come in now because it only lasts till the end of March. You won't find prices like these anywhere else. So come down to David Ams Carl Roll at 8075 Sheridan Drive in Williamsville for great Sabres deals today. Okay, now, Casey Middlestat. Joe, uh, you want to take this because you are wearing his jersey today? Yes, I am. Yes, I'm he is. my Casey Middlestat jersey on this fine Wednesday evening. And I'm excited. Of course, last week I said that I wanted him to sign the ATO and go to Rochester, which... Of course, that didn't end up happening, but, you know, at least he's going to play. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it kind of sucks that they're burning the first year on the contract, but, you know, he's going to play. It's going to give us a sign of hope for things to come, hopefully, mm-hmm. and I hope he does well. Not too well, you know. Don't don't uh, make us pick six there, buddy, but, yeah. you know, I just, I'm excited. I'm really excited to see him in Patrice Bergeron's number 37. I am sure the team is excited because ratings are going to go up. That is oh, for certain yeah. for this one particular Ticket game. Prices they sold Soho. tickets, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I just bought five tickets to go to this game. Yes. So, If I um, wasn't working, I'd be sitting yeah. in that front row. Oh, you'd oh, be the man. first one there. Yes. But uh, the whole thing that he's he can't play in Rochester. It's something stupid with the CBA. It's because... Uh, there's like a day, I think it's either the day of or the day after the trade deadline. Hmm. He has The player has to be on the AHL roster oh, on that right. day to be eligible to play in the AHL playoffs. That's right. And he's not. So, so that it, that's the problem. It's just, it kind of, the more I think about it, it's like, oh, man, I really wish he can get some seasoning down there and we're not throwing a kid just out of high school into the fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like It's only six games, too. And it's, he's, yeah. He's well, he's going to. Probably play for Team USA at the World Championships too. So can he play in Rochester next year? He can. Okay. So that, okay, that's but not. I think a problem. he's gonna be he's gonna be on the Sabres next year. Right. See a reason why he wouldn't be. I think he's that good. If worse comes to worse, though, you know, at least we have a little backup there. A little. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have a little leverage behind us. Yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, Eichel, mm-hmm. Middlestat, 
May Brady could chalk on a line for the mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. for the world championships mm-hmm. right after the season. So that would be that Four. could be possibly a saber line in the coming years. Oh man. Oh, oh man. That's a nice line. Yeah. You got the you got just the pure and sheer amazingness of Jack Eichel, the mm-hmm. speed and ev- everything else that Casey Middleside has to offer, and then Brady Kachuk on the line too. The world like, championships. Can you just imagine? That can be in Buffalo next year. No, you never I, know. I don't think the Leafs are going to get out of the first round, so I say this. In the world championship, we can have Eichel and Matthews <gasps> with potentially middle stat. I don't know. but Oh! Oh! <laughs> Johnny Goudreau. Johnny Goudreau. USA, um, they're going to win this. Yeah, they're gonna USA, win this it's a shame that the whole Olympic incident had to happen. USA this, is going to be a powerhouse. This was our time. Year after year, there's these big-time American prospects coming out of the draft. This might be the greatest team the USA has ever had. Oh, yeah. I, I think, think so. so. 2002, you look at it, wasn't that great? Mm-hmm. I'd say so, at least compared to today's talent. 2010 was a good team. 2010 right? was a great team at mm-hmm. the time, yeah. A, a, a peak Ryan Miller, in my opinion. I think that was, yeah. Don't want to go off on a tangent, but... And Middlestat's also going to be playing center. I Practice is either just starting as we're uh, recording right now, so we don't know what the lines are. But, of course, we'll uh, do a quick interruption if the lines do come out. But, yeah, you know, he's going to play center, so he's probably going to be on a line with, like, I don't know, Jason Pominville and Scott Wilson. So yeah. have fun with that. <sighs> well, he's starting, right? It was confirmed he was starting Ooh, okay. tomorrow. Uh, that that came out. I believe Bottrell said that, or Housley, one of the two, said that. So he will be starting tomorrow. In the starting lineup? Whatever starting means oh. in the Sabres book, he's starting. So oh, I, I really want to be in the building tomorrow. I am salivating at the thought. The PA announcer. We are witnessing the acquisition the building, of like, the, the future. The 5,000 people in the building tomorrow, mm-hmm. they're just going to, it's going to roar. The yep. building is going to shake. It's going to be the loudest the building has been since probably Casey. Michael was announced. And starting at center, number 37, Casey Middlestad. Everyone's going, ah, I can't wait. The oh building's going to crumble. Oh, it's going to be great. Oh, man. It's going to be so good. No, it's going to be. I can't wait. I'm going to have I my. I think we're overestimating how many people are going to be yeah, in this building. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's I think well, 5,000. It's Buffalo versus Detroit, for God's sake. It's a winnable game, too. It is a winnable game. This is game. a... Detroit is in, like, a downhill spiral mm-hmm. right now. They're doing terrible. What if Middlestat scores? <laughs> I think he will. I think this, he's going to. This city will go bananas. It's going to be a power play goal. Mm-hmm. Jack Eichel's going to set him up. It's going to be fantastic. Imagine the hype for next year. Yes. Oh! Casey Middlestat. Oh, my God. I want God. I want this so bad. He's here, too. Like Casey is here. He's here. We don't have to hear... <sighs> Oh, why would he want to sign with Buffalo? Buffalo has a recruiting problem. I'm probably going to go off on a tirade about that. The difference is we drafted him in the first round. (laughs) You can name on probably one hand the amount mm -hmm. of first-round picks that have went to free agency. Blake Wheeler and Kevin Hayes. Kevin Hayes, uh, yeah. Chicago. Who? who? Blake Wheeler. Blake Wheeler with the Coyotes. Yeah, I was thinking of Blake Wheeler. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Well, Coyotes drafted Blake Wheeler, and then Blake Wheeler goes to the Jets. Wow. That's yes. revenge. That's a that's a spit in the face. I of think the Coyotes there. The Coyotes are just cursed by the Jets. The curse of Bobby Hall. See, uh, I really wanted uh, Austin Matthews to go to the was it the Jets? The Jets. Yeah, I mm-hmm. wanted Austin Matthews to go to the Jets because uh, 
Coyotes, Arizona, we take your team. Winnipeg replies with, mm-hmm. we take your kids. We take your kids. We take your kids. <laughs> yes. Oh, jeez. Who Would they put that on a t-shirt? Would it be too, yes, like, you take our team, <laughs> we take your kids. We take your kids. We take your kids, okay. Huh. So, Middlestat, of course, everybody's really excited about him being oh, in yes. Buffalo. But also, there's more excitement. We could do a whole show just on the excitement yes. for Middlestat and how excited we are. Will Borgen, mm. the defenseman out of St. Cloud has signed an ATO in Rochester and also a three-year entry-level contract. Doesn't burn the year. It's going to be great. And he is, in, I think, both yeah, both Middlestat and Borgen are both exempt from the Seattle expansion draft if it takes place. Bor- Borgen will play next year. Yeah, I think I do he, believe he, so. he'll get some Or this year, this year, I mean. No, he can't play. He can't play this year? He's uh, mm. ATO only. Mm. Okay. Well, never mind that then. Well, if it was an ATO, he would have played. I'm confident in saying that this year, but... Would this mean if you're on? Uh, are you? You're only in Rochester. You can't. But are you eligible for the playoffs in Rochester? Yes. Okay. What's he being paid? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Oh, I think the. So the so if he's not being them. paid, is he gonna be like flipping burgers? On a side job. What? We have news. It is line combinations for tonight's game. <gasps> Zemgus Gergensen's, Jack Eichel and Jason Pominville, yawn. But here mm-hmm. comes here comes the. Here it comes. Oh. Casey Middlestead. Yes. Evan Rodriguez. Yes. Sam Reinhardt. Yes. Sam Reinhardt and Casey Middlestead are going to be magical together. That is a whole I, line. I can already tell. Oh, sweet boys. And then you got Scott Wilson, O'Reilly, Oposo, Jordan Nolan, Johan Larson, Nick Baptiste. Bailey was sent down. And then here comes more fun. Brendan Gooley, Rasmus Ristolainen. Oh, yeah. Scandella Nelson. Bolu, Falk, Georges, Antip, and Pouliot, Chris Colo as the extras. Look at all the optimism one player yes, brings to this team. Yes, one player. Just one guy. Completely changes the story. Mm-hmm. Now imagine Andrei Svechnikov or Rasmus Dahlin mm-hmm. coming into this team next year. You got C.J. Smith. That might just Will be enough. Will Morgan yeah. coming up. That might just be enough to get my hopes up A again. good, healthy Zach Bogosian. Yeah. <laughs> we don't That's... know what that guy's capable of. We don't. We don't. He's either injured or playing injured. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you never know. So maybe he can be something decent next year. Perhaps. You know, there's hope. There, once again, hope is restored. There is hope, maybe, yeah. There's hope. It's just, this was a transition year, obviously. Middlestead with Rodriguez and Reinhardt. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I can't wait to yeah. watch that tomorrow. You know what I hope happens? Because we always, we've caught ourselves doing this a lot on this show, is that something happens, something good happens after a stretch of bad stuff, and we, and we, we recollect and go... You know what? Wow, how did we get here? I know. <laughs> but, like, you know what? Maybe we were too hard on these guys. You know? Maybe we, we just we, we didn't even think this is this is a transition. And yet. then they lose five in a row. And like, wow, I know. this team sucks. Because we're so we're on cloud nine right now, but we're going to lose out with middle stats still on the team. Yes. And we're going to be like, oh. And we just wasted a year on his contract. Because mm-hmm. here we are, a few, a few an episode ago. You and I were saying this is going to take years to fix. Yes. And now I'm back to thinking, well, what if we're good at next year? <laughs> just because we signed one guy and this is, I don't. I well, just, hopefully you know, they just take out the trash. If they mm-hmm. can take out the trash, get faster. Yep. You Dead know, weight. They're four lottery balls away from maybe turning this around. Mm-hmm. You never know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe just maybe. So. Our suffering. Do you line. think. Svechnikov and Zadina will even play next year. Oh, do you think so? Without question. You think so? Without okay. question. Okay. The only NHL play- ready players are 
Dalin, Svechnikov, Zadina, Kachuk. I think uh, Hughes and Bulkvis are probably another year away. Mm-hmm. Sleeper, Evan Bouchard. Okay. Maybe. Maybe Evan Bouchard. I think he's more, uh, people call it physically mature than Hughes and Bulkvist. But yeah, I don't sleep on Bouchard. And then maybe like a Jesperi Kotkaniemi. Because mm-hmm. he's been playing against men, he's been doing very well. And for because there's always that one shot in the Liga. There's always that one middle of the first round pick that get, look explodes. at uh, look at the Rangers mm-hmm. with uh, Philip Hedl and mm-hmm. Leah Sanderson. They're both playing right now, mm-hmm. and they probably could have been playing all year. Also, I don't know if there's an Ellie Tolvanen of this draft where someone's going to go thirty. Well, Tolvanen shouldn't have gone thirtieth overall in the first place. I think I had him. Probably tenth or eleventh mm-hmm. in my mock draft last year, but you know there's a lot of excitement. There's the draft coming up. Middle yep. stat is here. Borgen is going to be in Rochester helping them on their Calder Cup run, mm-hmm. and they also signed Judd Peterson, Darcy Regier's 2012 seventh round pick, to an ATO. That's an interesting one. Judd Peterson development camp last year. He mm-hmm. was phenomenal, and you know he had a really good year last year. I didn't hear much about him this year. He might have had injury problems. He was the captain of St. Cloud. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't think they're going to sign him to an NHL contract. But, you know, a good American Hockey League player at the very least. And also Vasily Glotov signed, signing an ATO with the Cincinnati Cyclones. You know, I'm kind of scared by that because, like, I hope they sign him. I don't want to yeah. lose Glotov. I think he's a skilled player, but you know what? Just like uh, the Giorgio Estefan situation last year, you can't sign them all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was a seventh-round pick, and he's a skilled player, but can he put it all together at the next level? I don't know. Right. So, you know, I'm excited. You know, oh, I yeah. got uh, Bob McKenzie was tweeting. Here we go again, man. Bob We're, McKenzie was tweeting about the mail stat. We're doing stuff. what we said we wouldn't. We are getting ourselves all worked up. Yes. So... Bob McKenzie says, because Middlestat is a late birthday, November of 1998, he burns the first year of his entry-level contract as soon as he signs it, which he did yesterday, mm-hmm. but he does not get the, this to count as a season of a pro year, uh, which means he oh. doesn't have to be protected in the 2020 Seattle expansion draft, which is fantastic. Yeah. And adding on to that, he said, when his entry-level contract expires in 2020, he won't be a full restricted free agent. That is like Johnny Gaudreau and Jaden Schwartz, amongst others, who graduated entry level with limited experience. He won't be able to receive an offer sheet and has no salary arbitration rights, which is great. There's no <sighs> fear of an offer sheet. Man. <laughs> because who knows, in three years, the Sabres could be in extreme, in an extreme cap crunch. Yeah. Which would have been nice if they had another year of middle stat on an entry level deal. You know, you can go swing the fences for somebody at the trade deadline. Or sign another guy, you know. But it is what it is. He's here. It's okay. He's here. Yeah. He's ours. We don't have to hear, well, why would he sign here? Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to pull a Jimmy Vesey. You know, Jimmy, I, I'm sick and tired of hearing people say he's going to pull a Jimmy, Jimmy Vesey. Vesey Jimmy Vesey was our property for like a month. Mm-hmm. It's not like we developed him for four years, no. like Nashville, and he's like, yeah, I'm not going to sign with you. Yeah. And t- after he told them, I'm going to sign with you. Mm-hmm. They they prepared at the trade deadline as if Nashville prepared at the trade deadline as if he was coming. And then he turned his backs on them. And, you know, Tim Murray swung for the fences. They evaluated Jimmy Vesey as a potential, like, elite player. They had him, I think, 
on a, they do it like a, they did a scale of like one to six. They had him at like a five. Mm. So they were really high on him. And if you think like that, you know, a third round pick, and you get a guy as talented as him, as him, you know, worth a gamble. But you know what? It didn't work out. Right. Which is well, unfortunate. I, I mean, how many guys in recent years have been first round picks and not signed with their team? A long time. Kevin Hayes was the last one, and yeah. I think he was drafted in like 2011. Yeah, exactly. And he was like the 29th overall pick too. Mm-hmm. Casey Mills, that is a top 10 pick. Whenever it does happen, it's the, it's it's the, the guy late round, fourth round, middle like, round like guys. Like the Cal Pearson, the guy Giorgio Estefan, mm-hmm. him. Well, they, I think the Sabres. Did we choose not to resign? They chose him. not. Why to would sign we do that though? I don't know. I, I like him. I liked him as a prospect, but then again, he re-entered the draft and he didn't. He didn't nobody picked him, so. You know that speaks volumes. I wonder what they saw that skating. It was the skating. Okay, he's not a good skater at all. Hmm. But like it's the Cal Petersons, it's the Jimmy Vesey's, the guys who are picking the third, fourth, and fifth round. Mm-hmm. That you know they have a good college career, and they're like, you know what, I'm just gonna pick my team. And move mm-hmm. on. So speaking of free agents, yes, Daniel Brickley, the Sabers were interested in him, but they have been informed that they are out. Mm-hmm of the running on him. And I think Detroit, LA, and San Jose are the three teams that are in on him, plus two other teams. He's not going to Canada, I think that's what I heard. But, you know, it's a shame. Uh, Casey Nelson's former... I, I don't know if they played together or not three years ago, but uh, it would have been nice to get him in the fold. But he's, he's the top college free agent this year, you know, whoever gets him. He's going to have a good time. Maybe Detroit, I think Detroit is offering burning the year-on-the-entry-level deal, too. So maybe mm-hmm. that'll get him to go there. There there hasn't been a lot on the college free agent front. I don't think there's been any for the Sabres. Yeah, not actually. much. Unless it's so Bottrell did say yesterday that they're still looking at European and college free agents. Mm-hmm. And one guy, defenseman in St. Cloud, played on the same team as Borg and not on the same pair. But there's Jimmy Schultz. Of course, I... Didn't get to watch as much college hockey as I wanted to this year. Didn't get to see a whole lot of St. Cloud, maybe, like, once. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, like, vividly remember anything that Jimmy Schultz did, but from everything I hear about Jimmy Schultz, he's a very good defenseman, and maybe they can burn the year and get him to come here right away. This this is surprising because... Montreal, I believe I was listening to uh, Insider... I was, watching Insider Trading, the TSN segment, and they said Montreal was making a very big push for him. Mm-hmm. And if I was Jimmy Schultz and you're looking for opportunity, Montreal look no further because their defense is just straight trash. Right. This is – it's funny because Bottrell came from the Penguins, a, a, a renowned finder of college free agents, and for Bottrell not to sign any, I know it's still just, time. There's still, still time. time. There's obviously yeah. still time, yes. But – you haven't heard much about who we're actually interested in other than Brickley. And it was fascinating to hear him actually directly come out and say that we're out on Bob Brickley. Bob McKenzie he mm-hmm. said that the Sabres were out on Brickley, and then they, the media asked him mm-hmm. the day that they signed Middlestat mm-hmm. to clarify, and he said, yep, we're out. Yeah. Which is a shame. Mm-hmm. And Bob also said that Victor Olofsson is going to be in Rochester next year mm-hmm. developing his game, which means so they must they, have they spoke probably, to him. Yeah, they've talked, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And they probably there's going to be a deal. I think yeah, he can yeah. sign a two year entry level contract. Mm-hmm. Go to Rod- hopefully they can get him on an ATO and get him here right away. That would mm-hmm. be nice. But yeah, uh, Olson does become a 
unrestricted free agent if he's not signed by like June fifteenth. Mm-hmm. So they got to get on top of that. Yeah, and you know, turn some optimism on because like yeah. we just got Borgen and Middlestead in here, two guys that everybody said wasn't going to sign here, but you know. Mm-hmm. Now everyone's turning their focus to Victor Olaf. No, he's not going to sign here. Yeah, now that's that's the... Yeah. Also, uh, Rasmus Asplund, I think Bottrell also mentioned him as a potential guy who can be in Rochester next year. I wouldn't, I wouldn't sleep on Asplund being in Buffalo next year, to be honest with you. Like we talked about him last week as the potential replacement for Johan Larson. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to take Johan Larson off our hands, there you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for Olofsson. It, it's 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 probably only a matter of days before the to sign him. I'm I'm fully They're expecting to sign him. They're still in a playoff race right yeah. now, a playoff series with Fralunda, and I bet they'll go far because mm-hmm. he plays on the same team as Rasmus Dahlin. Mm-hmm. They got Joel Lundqvist. Oh, yeah. Fralunda's a very good team, mm-hmm. so I. They might it won't go, be a problem. They might go further than Rochester. Right. So you never know. So it, my point being, it won't be a problem uh, whenever. Yeah. Whenever the time does come, I think and it's going to be And if Olofsson does hit free agency, there's going to be a lot of interest. Yeah. The leading goal scorer in the Swedish Hockey League mm-hmm. is in-house. He's ours. Mm-hmm. Casey Middlestad is ours. Will Borgen is ours. Yeah. Now, Will Borgen, he's not that guy who's the flashy defenseman, but he's a very good defensive defenseman. He hits people. I think people are going to like him. I think he's going to be an NHL player someday, maybe mm-hmm. next year, hopefully. Maybe next year, indeed. Indeed. He could be the... The rotational seventh. I want a young team. I just want give me young, young with speed. This team has three mainstay players on their team they have drafted since 2013. Three main guys: Eichel, Ristolainen, Reinhardt. That's it. They are old. They are not a young team at all. I want to see a young team, a young fast team that can entertain me. If they finish 28th next year, by all means, just entertain me. I don't know if you heard this, but I just got an alert. The draft lottery will take place April 28th. April 28th. April yes, 28th. The, that was the rumor, just, uh, and now it's official. It's official. Now, I'm sorry, that, that distracted me for a moment, but uh, you you were what were you saying there? Because I, I believe I had a point to make based on that. About, uh, t- we're talking about Borgian. About uh, you want a young team. Yeah, the right. young team. I, fast, skilled, entertain me, for mm-hmm. God's sakes. Our biggest problem at the moment, at one time I thought it was skill. Another time I thought it was just lack of caring now i think it's speed it's you look speed, at our team we don't we aren't fast speed it's defense mm-hmm. it's goal scoring it's you know, everything this is it's everything pretty much back the transition from the before the lockout to the lockout the powerhouse speed. teams like the st louis blues they were built for power and they they were they fell they, off a cliff they were the dominant blues, before the blues they picked like first overall in mm-hmm. the 06 draft the so, johnson the so-called new nhl comes around it's built around speed as Buffalo as as they said, all the good all the teams that were built for big body grab and pull hockey back then, they all tanked down the hill. I don't mean tank as in purposely lost, yeah. but they tanked. And then teams like Buffalo with speed all came up. It happened in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Toronto I mean Toronto was good for a little bit, but uh-huh. and then, then they, they before the lockout then they didn't make the playoffs for I, I count it as they didn't make it till last year. I don't count the lockout mm-hmm. personally, but the half year lockout. But I think that's what's happening to us. We're not built. They're built for... like like Jeff Merrick said. They're built like a team fifteen years ago. Exactly, exactly. And with guys like Jordan Nolan here, that's exactly the kind of guy that would be on a team like that that mm-hmm. long ago. You can't you can't have him. It's not even like the L. A. Kings. It's like they're, no, no. What Murray tried to do was build an L. A. Kings mm-hmm. team in the Eastern Conference. That's what he tried, mm-hmm. and it did not work out. No. 
the East and West have always been two completely different styles of hockey, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. They're it, they've been polar opposites, and we're on the. Uh, I think we're playing hockey in the wrong conference, if you ask me. But it wouldn't matter either way; it would be bad. But yeah. still, yeah. Okay, so as you mentioned, lottery will be on April twenty eighth, but with that comes new lottery odds. Uh, enhanced for the bottom three teams, I may add. So, if Buffalo finishes 31st, they will have an 18.5% chance at the first pick, 16.5% at the second pick, 14.4%, at the third pick, 50.6% at the fourth pick. Now, people are going to say, oh, it's not important to finish last because, you know, they're just going to pick fourth, which, yeah, there's a, there's a, 50.6% 50.6% chance they're going to pick fourth, but there's also a 49.4 chance that they pick in the top three, which is still pretty, very good. It's like a flip of a coin. If you have a top three pick in this draft, you're in pretty good shape. And now in comparison, you look at 30th place team, 13.5% at the first pick, which is, I'd call that a significant difference from last to second last, 18.5 to 13.5. That's huge. Mm-hmm. That's now, it would have been nice if it was like a 10%, 10 or 15% like it used to be, but, you know, it is what it is. And then 13% at the second pick, 12.3 at the fourth pick, third pick, 33.3 at the fourth pick, 27.9 at the fifth pick. Like, no matter where they end up, they're going to have a fantastic pick. The top five, six of this draft is miraculous. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. But, you know, I want them to have their choice. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't even want to finish last because it doesn't mean anything. Like, okay, listen here. Uh, here, all you have to do is lose this game, and you have so much, so much more odds to better yourself as a team in the future. You know what I mean? Like, I mean. what? What if I told you, do this? All you have to do is do this, and you have the best chance to win the Mega Million mm-hmm. lottery. Hmm. Like, would you do it, or would you be? Just I would. Like, oh, yeah. it's worthless because I'm just gonna lose anyways. You know? I I do it. No, it's better. You do gotta take the chance, but at the same time, I'm look at the the trends. That's why I'm so. You know, well, it's been two years. It's been two years with the new lottery system. One team, the one last place team, won the lottery, picked first. Toronto mm-hmm. next year, Colorado picked fourth. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's up and down. You never know. Mm-hmm. Buffalo the sample like size is not big enough yet. Yeah, because the lottery in 2016, it was okay. It wasn't crazy. Last year, it was crazy. Dallas moves up. Philadelphia moves up. And the Devils move up. The Devils were the only team below the Sabres in the standings to move up. That's The Sabres should have picked sixth last year, but they got pushed back to eight because of Dallas and Philadelphia. Which but then we wouldn't. We probably wouldn't. They, have I think they, st- they still would have. You still think I we would? I still think they would have. I hope we would. I, Let's not think about that Because the Sabres tried line. to trade up. To get Middlestat, oh. they talked to Vancouver. I assume oh. it was Middlestat. I would. Thank God we didn't. Yeah. Maybe we wanted Pedersen. Ooh. Ooh. Uh. Because the Canucks were trying to trade back to get Pedersen. Oh because, man. Yeah, at the time, Pedersen, <laughs> Pedersen, at the time Pedersen was a reach. Oh man. At fifth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then then. Because like I was at the time. I this true self. I was really high on Elias Pedersen. I think mm-hmm. I might have had him like eleven though. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he was going to be this good. No. But he's, he's a great prospect. My number one. Mm-hmm. He's legit number one prospect in my book. 
And then you go to 29th, 11.5, and then it just keeps going on and on and on. So it's better to finish in the bottom two, mm-hmm. which I think they will. There's oh, they, yeah, no doubt. There's still a three-point gap between Buffalo and Ottawa right now. Yes, Ottawa is in 30th now after... A complete, it, like they were on a downhill spiral yeah. before, and that, now it's just getting worse. And they worse. just completely. Arizona's winning. Arizona is Watch Arizo- surging. I think Arizona's going to win the lottery. Look, mm, yeah, they, they were probably. terrible in the first half. and then They, they deserve it. They do Not, deserve um, it. Kind of. <laughs> I yeah. mean, Buffalo they deserves they it, deserve it too. It. Yeah. If there's yeah. a team that deserves to win the first pick, it's Buffalo. It's just so pathetic that us and Arizona are constantly. Are still there. We're still there. Mm-hmm. I think might be there next year. It doesn't too. even deserve to be talked about, really. It's, it's oh, look at that. Yeah, there he is leading the stretch this morning. Millstat, Casey Middlestat. Yes, Number there he 37. is. We're the chubby that. face and all. Yes, that that what's what's the um, the the expression used for a young like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. It's not coming to me in the heat of the moment. But. Okay, well, bring it up again if uh, you think of it. Yeah, yeah. But. That fresh face. On another boy. light note. Yeah. Rochester clinched a playoff spot yes, for the did. first time since 2014. Mm-hmm. And I think they got a chance. Mm-hmm. I think they can. When, yeah. Because Bailey was sent back. Baptiste, Gooley, Nelson, Allmark, they're all going to come back down. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you add Victor Olofsson or Rasmus Asplund to that mix, too. And there's a good you group of Will veterans Borgen. as well. And then you got the good mm-hmm. group of veterans. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Pache. Yeah. Kevin Porter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Cola is probably going to go down as well, I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. Chris Cola will be down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to be good. Yeah. I, I hope that that team is on MSG every game because I want to I hope them. so, too. I wonder. They used to be on, like, a Time Warner Time sports. Warner Sports yeah. Network, but I don't know. I just... Check your local wait. listings. Check your local listings. Yes, I I do hope they show them. It would just it would take some scrambling for the Sabers. Uh, I mean, it, well, it, it would they're be not on TV anyways at right. that time because the season ends and the it would Rochester be good PR for the Sabers. It would be good PR. Yeah, a goodwill gesture to say watch some playoff hockey on. Imagine us. if like they play a playoff game in Buffalo. Mm. Rochester fans will be furious, but yeah. you know, just yeah. seeing some playoff hockey here would be right. nice. Okay, we got to the lottery odds. Kyle Oposo was nominated for the Bill Masterton Trophy, which, you know, he deserves it. Yeah. Because after what he went through last year, him coming back, obviously a difficult year on the ice for him. He had one stretch of play where he was fantastic when yeah. he was playing with Eichel, but then Eichel got hurt and he's been nowhere to be found. Yeah. And, of course, he had that concussion too. So the Masterton Trophy is like the good story of the year, which he's not going to win it. I'd like to see if he was a top three nominee, but Brian Bo- this is Brian Boyle's trophy to lose, yeah, right? Yeah, it, it may as well be Brian Boyle's trophy already. Mm-hmm. Craig Anderson won it last year with his wife back. Dominic Moore won it yes. when his, his wife died, I believe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so good for Kyle Oposo. Yeah. Yeah, good for him to be honored like that with mm-hmm. that nomination. And then, you know what, we might as well do a Team Tank Watch S7. Follow him on Twitter. He... I think every week he's been posting these. I'm trying to look for it. Posting, uh, it's like an infographic of the bottom ten teams in the league, who they face, that kind of stuff. Hold on. Where is it? Here it is. Okay. There we go. So Buffalo, their remaining games. They've got Toronto, Detroit, Nashville, Toronto, Ottawa, Tampa, Florida. Not a lot of easy ones in there. 
There's Detroit and Ottawa. That game against Ottawa on Fan Appreciation Night is going to have Rasmus Dahlin implications on it, and I'm going to the game. I just want to root for the Sabres that game. I don't want to be conflicted. I want to wear my Casey Middlestat jersey, loud and proud. I want to hold my Dominic Hasek bobble. Don't be that guy on Fan Appreciation Night. I was that guy on the Coyotes game. That means they wouldn't appreciate you. Yes. You're not being appreciated on that night. I know. I, I... Because there's one, two, three, four games before the Ottawa game. Mm-hmm. If they lose three of them, and Ottawa wins a couple, we're fine. I think. I think this we could, have it locked. It down. could be okay. locked. It could be locked down by that game. We're not winning much games down the stretch. We're gonna win like two games by one. It's Toronto, Detroit. Mm-hmm. No, not they. They already faced Toronto. It's Detroit, Nashville, and then they got the Leafs again. Ottawa, Tampa, Florida. So. It's going to be interesting, to say the least. And then... It's a sad state of affairs. Vancouver, they won their game yesterday against the Anaheim Ducks. They beat Anaheim, right? Yes. This was posted a few days ago, so uh, there's still or some no. games that were already played. Did I they face Edmonton? Did the Ducks... I'm Oh, wait. Um, We did not face... Wait, us, are you saying? Or Vancouver. Vancouver? No. Yesterday, I know that. Okay. Okay, so they got Edmonton, Columbus, Vegas, Arizona, and then Edmonton again. Mm-hmm. So they have uh, three bottom ten matchups the Canucks do, so that is not good. Arizona, they have a very tough schedule towards the end. Tampa, Vegas, L.A., St. Louis, Calgary, Vancouver, Anaheim. Well, St. Louis just won yesterday. I think they're St. Gonna... Louis. They're in a play. They're back in the playoffs. I know. Ever since they traded Stastny, I want Colorado in so bad. Yes, a playoff. I don't know if you watch any of the the Vegas Colorado game on Saturday. Did that go to a shootout? It went to a shootout. Fantastic Col- hockey. Colorado won. Didn't Colorado they? won. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Fantastic hockey. It's it's something you want to see in the playoffs because mm-hmm. the overtime was exciting. I want Vegas Colorado. Yes, please. The two teams that nobody please. expected to be in. And Every um, year needs a matchup like that. We'll just do, we'll go over Ottawa because they're the only team that it's it'll be Buffalo, Arizona, Vancouver, Ottawa. I don't think anyone else is catching them. No. Uh, they've got Carolina, which they might have. I think it was Ottawa, Carolina yesterday. Actually, Islanders, Florida, Detroit, Winnipeg, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Boston. So about half the games are winnable, mm-hmm. I'd say. And you know what? Just for fun, we're gonna head over to Tankathon.com. So we can do some NHL draft lottery simulations and hopefully regain some more hope. How many ga- How many games are left? Uh, six. Six games. Let's do it six times. Okay. One. Arizona Ooh, one, bro. Chicago two, Detroit three, Buffalo four, Ottawa, Vancouver, Montreal drop. Number two. Buffalo one, Ooh. Vancouver, Islanders, Arizona, Ottawa, Detroit, Montreal, Chicago. Number three. Montreal, Edmonton, Chicago, Buffalo. You notice a trend here? It's always fourth. They're not getting screwed that much. Number three, L.A., up 14 spots. Buffalo moves down one. Chicago moves up four to third. Could you imagine the L.A. Kings win Rasmus Dahlin? Not even fair. What is this, the fourth one? Calgary. Calgary wins. The pick goes to the Islanders. Oh, man. In this scenario, Islanders would pick... First and ninth. Ridiculous. Arizona picks second, staying there. Vancouver, Buffalo, Ottawa, Detroit, Montreal. Everyone moves down. 
We have a few more. Islanders move on again. Arizona picks second. Edmonton third. Buffalo fourth. The more. Islanders have good odds. Yeah, because they, they yeah. uh, I don't know, like. They have two chances, yeah. pretty much. What 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 would it be? We're, Calgary would have a 2.5% chance, and the Islanders have a 6% chance. So it's like hmm. it's like they have the fifth best odds. Yeah. Buffalo would would, it, would this be one. correct? It would be 8% pretty much they have? They pretty, pretty much, much have an 8% chance mm-hmm. if you combine them. Yeah. And then the next one, Arizona first. Vancouver second, Chicago third, Buffalo fourth. We'll do one more. So we, the lowest we can go is four. Lowest, right? if you finish yeah. last, it's four. And then Dallas moves up to one, Montreal second, Ottawa third, Buffalo fourth. wonder what Ottawa's going to do with their pick. Do you think they're going to keep it or give it to Colorado and then just tank it? If they get the Jack first, Hughes? what are they going to do? You know, we'll, we'll do another one. Do you one take Dallin? Oh, you have to. Like, it, Okay, in this scenario, Ottawa picks fifth. Okay. They pick fifth. Do they keep that? Like, you almost have to keep the pick. You can't give up a fifth overall pick no, because, no, like, not in this draft. You'd be betting on yourself next year to be better, but, you know, or are they just going to tank for Jack Hughes? But then again, if you tank for Jack Hughes, you could still be picking fifth or sixth next year. So, say we don't pick second, and instead of taking Kachuk at second, we take him at fourth. Yeah, absolutely. Do you I'd like be, that? I'd be fine with that. Okay. You just don't pick Kachuk second or third. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely not. You know, one more. One more? Why not? End off on a good we note. Win. We Buffalo win. wins. Detroit second. How many tries is that? Nine? Third. Oh, something like that. We okay. picked first once in these. Okay, yeah. So so we have like a two and nine chance. Yeah. We'll say that. Okay. Uh, uh, I so, think we're going to end there. Yeah, we'll take it home. Okay, so yeah. Casey Middlesat tomorrow. Get pumped. Get pumped. Uh, <laughs> nope. We'll be back next week for episode 16 of the yep. Charging Buffalo podcast. If you enjoyed, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on SoundCloud to hear all of our podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TheChargingBuff. And follow me on Twitter at JoeTCBNHL. You can follow Luke on Twitter at LVKETCB. Check out my March 2018 draft rankings. They should be up in the next coming days. It's taking a very long time because I am extremely busy with work mm-hmm. and other stuff. Oh, yeah. But it'll be a good one, so I appreciate it if you would check it out. But that's going to do it for this episode. We will see you in the next one.